old coal mining town of Slickville, Pennsylvania. In addition to being the front man for several local bands in the Pittsburgh area, he's had the experience of hitting the Nashville club and showcase scene. He's had the pleasure of singing at the Tennessee State Fair, Rocky Gap Music Festival, and CMA Festival. He has been the opening act for such greats, and ladies and gentlemen, I have listened to these artists for years, Dwight Yoakam, Pam Tillis. I remember when Pam Tillis started out back in the day. That's how old I am. Lori Morgan, her too, Ronnie Millsap, and Crystal Gale. All of these artists were young, upcoming artists when I first started listening to them. For Gary to have opened for them is, it says a lot for him as an entertainer and as a human being. Gary, welcome to the show. We are so glad that you joined us tonight. That is your newest oh, song. Yeah. That's your newest song, is it not? Actually, no, it um, it's not. Um, my new song is "When It's Our Love That's That's Lost." It's actually hitting the national um, charts right now. That is the first time someone's played that song. Um, really? Actually, that's one. Yeah, that's my mom's favorite song. Unless unless MTS released it without me knowing, <laughs> but uh, well, it is on the on the album. But um, I love that song. You know, it's an awesome song, and um, I thank you for playing it because. Um, uh, you know, my mom said she likes the way my my voice sounds on that song, and um, so I'm, I'm I'm glad you played it. Thank you so much. Well, thank you. Well, it it was in it was in the stuff I got. I listened to it. I liked it, and I said, "Well, guess what? That's going to be the opening song." There's and you know why? It's it's like your mom says. It's it the your voice in that song. It brings back early country music to me. Not yeah, the pop. I, it's, uh, yep. Go ahead, finish the sentence. Yeah, yeah, it, it's the the style of the song, yeah. It it it, it really does um bring back the, you know, sort of the older older type of country music um maybe even like the 80s or 90s, but um uh I love that song. Um and uh, I actually did not write that song, and I'm trying to think who did. Um, it was a Nashville writer. Um, I'm, I'm sort of not um, thinking of the writer's name, but uh, maybe I'll think of it before we're done. It'll come to you. So let's catch yeah. up. Since sure. The wor- since the world has decided to open back up and to – I'm not going to say exist because hopefully they're beginning to not only survive but in time start thriving again. You're getting back out there, are you not? Yeah, I got a lot of gigs coming up. Um, a lot of things have happened since I talked to you too. Uh, um, I won Male International Songwriter of the Year um, with the International Singer Songwriters Association, nominated for Josie Music Awards, Hollywood Music Awards. Holland Red Carpet Awards, and um, also was like number one on iTunes and the international chart um, charts, and that just keeps going. Every time we release a new song from the album, it just seems like each song just sort of climbs up a little bit, a little bit further. And um, uh, the new song, like I said, "When It's Our Love, It's Lost," is doing so great. It's on so many different charts, um, the national charts, which. I'm so happy about because the other songs didn't reach that that far, and um, 
you know, everyone's really, really liking the song, and I'm really happy about it because I wrote the song myself too. Because I did write um, most of the songs on the album, but um, a few songs were written by other writers in Nashville, like Tony Arada, who wrote the dance for Garth Brooks, and um, Reba McIntyre's niece wrote um, my first uh, single off the album, um, a song you can drink beer to. So I had some heavy hitters on there too, but to have a song that I wrote climbing um, the charts was just awesome. Uh, I do have one really big gig coming up um, uh, June 2nd at the Lamp Theater in Irwin here in uh, Pennsylvania. Uh, and uh, I have some, it's going to be a really cool show because I'm going to try to do this once a year. I'm inviting guests that have been uh, fellow musicians from my past or somehow we cross paths and I'm going to come out and I'm going to talk to them on stage, explain to the audience uh, how we met and, you know, what bands we were in or what songs we wrote and, and uh, explain that to the, the, art, the audience and then have um, that artist do like two or three songs of their own before I come out with the big show after the intermission. Um, so I'm, I'm real excited about that show. And i got some other gigs coming up um, starting in April. So... Um, it's gonna it's gonna be busy. Um, I'm excited and, about it and get back up. And you know what 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 is so fun about this is for you to have been the opening act for Dwight and Pam and Lori and Ronnie and Crystal, and now you have up and coming artists being the opening act for you. It's like you have continued. You're paying forward what was given to you when you started and is that not how we operate in this business? We're all the time paying it forward. You know what? I, I, I want to get, you know, some of the local artists out there that um, are in this area that, that, you know, has been involved with music for so long and get them on a big stage. And I know the first time that I was on a, you know, a large stage in a large, large auditorium, it was just, you know, so awesome and to give some people that, you know, you know, musicians that I've worked with, they're like family. Once you work right. with them, they're just just like our your show. You know, once uh-huh. you're on the show, you're like family. And and to give these other artists the opportunity to be out on the stage is rewarding for me as much and, as and for them, you know. So. And may I, and may I, I give you brought a... that up, too, because, like, you do sound like our show. We do give back to others and all of that. Um, we definitely, we, we bring people up with us because we believe that the people that brought us up, we deserve it to them to, um, almost like to their credit or to thank the people who brought us up. We have to bring others up with us. I guess that's, that's a great segue into my first question for you. Um, who brought you up and how does that look to you? What, who, who brought you up to where you're at right now? Well, I think right right now where I'm at, if it wasn't for like Tonic Studios and my producer, you know, most recent producers, I was sort of stagnant for a while, you know, just doing everything on my own. And once I got into the studio with um, with the producer and and um, Tonic, they sort of introduced me to Mike Stover, who just sort of got my music out there and I've, I'm at this new level now. Um, so I give all that credit to them, but 
but also all the people that I've played with in different bands, they they all contribute, contributed, you know, to me learning also. A lot of the times when I was like 16, 17, everybody in my band was like 21, which um, I learned so much from them because they were older. I was playing in different venues um, that I wouldn't have been played, playing in if I would have just been playing with a bunch of 16-year-olds or 17-year-olds, you know. Um, so I give them all the credit, too. Um, and, and there's some different people that have actually passed away that, you know, they took me under their wing, and they every time they were playing, they wanted my, my, my mom and dad to take me and, you know, make sure he's in the audience. We're going to come up and do a couple songs, you know. So it's, it's a lot of different people. And um, so, you know, I'm so grateful to have all, all those people in my life. So there, it's... It's so, it's so many um, that, you know, I really um, can't narrow it down to like certain people other than Tawny get me at this new level. And and Michael Stover, ladies and gentlemen, Michael Stover and I go way way back. Six years ago, when I started this show, I asked Michael, "Have you got any independent artists?" that you would like exposure because we will give them the exposure. Well, every time one of Michael's artists comes out with a new song or a new album or something new, he sends me the information. He, he wastes no time in sending me everything, promos, bios, photos, music. So then I go back to Michael and I say, okay, Michael, these are the dates I have open. I want these guys. Tell me when they're available. And we we are booked sometimes two months in advance because Michael and I spend a lot of time going back and forth, setting up dates for these guys to come on. And sometimes we have to rearrange dates, and that's not a problem because Off the Chain is probably one of the easiest shows that these artists can work with because we want it to be easy for them. So kudos to Michael Stover and MTS management group, because they really, I have pages and pages and pages, Gary of awards that all of y'all have been nominated for and won. And I am just, I'm so proud of y'all. I'm so proud of Michael and I'm so proud of where all of y'all are. It's, it's, you know, it's a, he's a blessing, you know, he is, Um, he really, really is. I know. As soon as he sends me, um, I you know, get emails from him all day. I have a, my computer on at work all the time because uh, just as soon as he sends me, hey, you you available for this, you're available for this, you know, I sort of make my, yes, you know, yes, we'll figure out a way to do whatever. <laughs> make it work. Whatever we need to do. Yeah, because you want to get out there as much as you, as much as you can. You know, I've been interviewed all over the world because of him. And, Correct. Um, well, see, this show um, goes all over the world. Yes. We're up to almost 148,000 listeners, and we haven't even been on a year yet. So it, we're all over the world, and you, you all are getting exposure you might not have gotten 15 years ago. They're exactly. Um, with, uh, you know, technology today, I mean, you don't even have to live in Nashville to get exposure, you know, uh, which is – just unbelievable, you know. I, know I, I love it. You know, years, yeah, years ago, 
you know, I, I did live in Nashville and um, ended up moving back here to Pittsburgh. But uh, just, you know, just to have this exposure now um, compared to the, you know, 15 years ago when I was living in Nashville, it was like, wow, you know, I, I don't have to live in Nashville to get exposure and you know, uh-uh. because of Michael. So, yep. And and you're and you're and people like you that you know have radio shows like this and and um, podcast and uh, it's just unbelievable and I'm just enjoying it so much. And we love having you. It's it's so much fun when when our family, not our guests, but our family returns time after time after time because the the hour goes by so fast. Ian will say, "Von, we haven't finished yet," and and I'll say, "Well, they're coming back, so it'll be okay." But <laughs> Yeah, and and hopefully you know we have more to talk about and you know each each visit. But um, yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on the show. So Ian, I know that you're multitasking, my friend, but I know you also have burning questions. Of course <laughs> I do. How, how, why you gotta tell everyone I'm multitasking though? That the 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 life of human resources and project managers never end, Yvonne. You know this. You know, no one would have known. No one would have known. I know. It was, it was the best-kept secret. <laughs> now everyone knows that I'm a chronic micromanager that does not have a good, healthy work-life hobby balance. Thank you, Yvonne. I ah. think it was a compliment, but if you want to take it that way, go ahead. Oh, <laughs> um, you know, I, I'm still salty about yesterday. You know, Yvonne put me in my room yesterday. What? So I'm trying real hard. She did. She sent me to my room. I didn't even get to have dinner. It was terrible. <laughs> no, uh, hey, man. So, you know, I was we, I was reading your bio, and it's a huge bio. It's a really impressive bio. Thank and to, to me, I could pick out a couple of things that, you know, if I could say I did that, I would be proud of. But what's your proudest achievement in your career? Winning the Songwriter of the Year with the Singer-Songwriters um, International Singer Songwriters Association. I was actually sitting inside the mall when I won that because um, it was not an actual, um, like a award show because of the pandemic. But I was sitting in the mall listening to the show on my phone, and um, they announced my name, and I was just like, "Wow, should I stand up and say a speech or something here, or what?" <laughs> you know. But I wanted to. I just sort of looked around like. You know, what am I going to do? I, I know I did say I, – I did yell something, and everyone sort of looked, and I was like, oh, you know. <laughs> but um, that is that is one of the most um, exciting moments, you know, that I've had in my musical career, and I was all by myself. <laughs> but, well, yeah, and that's, so what, that's what's wrong. Song did you – yeah, right. That, that that is wrong. I, I've it, I've celebrated entirely too many things by myself, and it, it, it's painful. I'm actually I am so sick of um, celebrating things by myself. What I've done now, and if you if you want to do this, it, it's kind of sad, but you can take it. Um, whenever I win something, and they have to take photos, I actually print off photos of people that I wish were with me, and I put them in front. <laughs> And so, okay. like, when they take a photo of me getting something, I have photos of, like, my daughter or, like, 
you know, somebody that was a mentor of mine that couldn't make it, but they're like still in the photo with me. And people are like, that is so weird, but also very sweet, but yet very still strange. We don't know why you do this. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I want photos no. with people that I want photos with. So that, that's yeah, but for you these are people time. that Yeah, these people are people that you love or people that, that you give credit to. So I, I think that's pretty cool, actually. The more I what think about what it, um, yeah. song did you what what song was um was the the winning award for like what 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 song did you have up? Do you um, actually it was I think it was um uh it was a combination of um different songs that are on the current album. Um, okay. so it's like songwriter of the year. It wasn't actually for one particular um, song. Um, but I did uh, take a picture of the award, and of course, you know, I uh, put it out there on 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 the internet and um, <laughs> made sure uh, I try to. Sometimes I take it with me when I'm going to a party or something. But <laughs> hey, you want to see my award? <laughs> <laughs> I have it in the car. Wait, I'll be right back. You know, um, but I'm real <laughs> proud of it. <laughs> I'm I'm still well, so proud of it. Well, what what I want to do now is play another one of your songs because we okay. want you to get more awards. We want you to be heard even more because both of us are so very, very proud of you, Gary, on so many levels and, and so proud um, of seeing an independent artist going where you're going. And it's still a passion for you. Yeah, it is a passion for me, and I tell you what, you really, um, you're making my, you're making my day, and actually my last two weeks, and maybe we'll get into that a little bit after the, after you play okay, the song. Okay, well, this is, ladies and gentlemen, this is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my co-host, Ian Bush, and our family, music artist, Gary Pratt, and we are going to play his song, A Song You Can Drink a Beer To.
And we are back. This is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my co-host, Ian Bush, and our guest tonight, who is also now family, music artist Gary Pratt. And that's his, his song, a song you can drink a beer to. And that's the song we were talking about a few minutes ago. Right, Gary? Yeah, yeah. That's our first release off the album. Um, we picked that one because, you know, everybody can relate to that, no matter what situation you're going through in, in life, you know, you always need a song to drink a beer to. And it's, um, pro- you know, it's proven to be a, a, a chart-breaking song, you know, on the independent chart. So I'm, I'm just uh, real excited about that song, too. And it's, it's um, that was written by, um, co-written, actually, uh, with uh, Reba McIntyre Sneaks. And um, she did a great job on that. So, um but yeah, you were saying that uh, you were proud of you know my accomplishments, and I, I thank you for that. And it, it really hit a nerve just because um, one of the people that was so proud of my music was my father, and um, he passed away last Sunday. Oh, honey, and, I'm um, so sorry. It, yeah, it, it's been a rough you know, rough time. Uh, we buried him on, 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 um, Friday. Um, so it was like two Sundays ago, I guess, but, um, so it's been rough on the family, but, um, you know, when you said that it just sort of, I didn't know how I was going to do the show tonight and try to be happy, you know? And, um, cause he was, uh, he just loved my music and, and in the hospitals he had cancer and, he just told everybody about, you know, my music and wanted to show them videos and all that. So um, uh, we found out in October, and um, but we had time to say goodbye, you know, and 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 I, you know, I thank God for that. And um, but um, yeah, you made you made you guys actually made my my couple weeks here and my night. So I, I thank you. Uh, last night, um, WNHE. Um, w and yeah, HE Radio in Nashville um, dedicated uh, their New Music Monday show to my father, and that was such an honor too. But um, you know, I got to get his name out there too, Gary Pratt Sr. And um, you know, I just I love him so much, and um, he'll continue to be part of my life. You know. And, well, you know, you're uh, gonna have to you write guys. a song. You're, you're welcome. You're gonna well, have you to know write what? a song. You're not. You're not the only one, and I. I actually decided today I'm going back to the gym today because take out my frustrations and all this and try to get, you know, focused on things. And as I was at the gym working out, I was thinking just, you know, words were coming to me so I was actually writing them all down. So there may be a song there, you know. And we'll, we'll have and, to launch you know, it on this show. Too, like, yeah, that, that that's definite for sure. And the other thing too, man, is like don't – um. Don't uh, I don't want to say be in, embarrassed, uh, but I, I, don't, I know it's not the right word and it's not coming to me. Right. But like, don't um, don't think that it's strange that this show has that power because I've I've talked pretty openly about my mental health struggles and all that, and um, I know it's different than what you're going through. But man, sometimes just doing the show on Monday and Tuesdays has literally saved my entire disposition. Like it gives me something to look forward to. Cause everybody hates Mondays, man. But um, well, you know what? I, you know, yeah. And I want 
I want people to know, you know, who I am, and, and I want people to know we all go through struggles, and, you know, we exactly. all go through, you know, things like this, and, you know, this is real life, and um, right. when I'm up on stage, that's what I give them. I give them what's going on in my life right now, you know, what inspired me to do a certain song or, or um, you know, that and where my music is going and and what it's about and you know it's about life so yeah right. and well I, and that's what i'm telling <laughs> you man is like that's that's what we want on this show and i think that's why we're so um successful with our listeners because we do bring that realness i mean i think i, I won't uh call yvonne out like she calls me out but i think she's had a couple <laughs> of bad days too where you could just tell on the show it's like man like i could tell she's going through a lot right now but she's still doing it, and at the end of the show, you can hear her start to get a little bit better, too. So uh, I'm glad yeah. that not only can we promote you, promote your father, but, like, also people know that this show is a place of comfort, that if they're going through their struggles, they can take an hour and not have to worry about that and just sit down at the table with us and have a good time and listen to songs and, you know, songs that make us want to drink a beer, too, right? I mean, come on now. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, you know, the way he just segued into that, right? <laughs> We're gonna get that Yvonne, song yeah. why you keep me around. I've, I've every every little witty joke and every little uh, snarky remark that I've learned, I've learned from you on this show. So you've been a great teacher. <laughs> well, at least I'm good for You're something. The men- You're the mentor. I, I'm, I'm the mentor, Gary. Would, yeah, would right. You, would you have? Would you have a? Would you be okay with me um, letting the folks know who your opening act is going to be in Irwin since we did play that music have, on our show yeah, one night? I have, I have several. Um, one guy, uh, his name is Joe Brucker. We played in a band when we were probably teenagers, and he's still playing locally around the area, so he'll be opening up. So I'll be explaining to uh, the audience, you know, you know, when we, you know, the name of the band we were in and, you know, how we became friends and, and how the band, you know, got together. Uh, I also have another uh, duo. Uh, they're called the Two Broke Country Girls, uh, Diana Lynn and Lois Scott, who have um, promoted me on, they have actually a, a small radio show here, local station, and they've had me on a couple of their different shows. Actually, I'm doing an 80s show with them. Um Coming up uh, April 24th, I think it is. Uh, so they've had me on their show, so I'm having them on my show, and I'll explain to the people, you know, what they've done for me and um, how, you know, we've worked together and what we've done together. And I also wanted to have uh, an, another MTS um, uh, recording artist on the show, and Ashley Puckett is actually from this area, too, and uh, she's on the MTS label with Michael Stover, and uh, I'm going to have her also opening up. And I'm, I think I'm going to have Michael come and, and talk about um, the label and and about um, both you know Ashley and myself. Then we're going to have an intermission, and then um, I'll come out with with my band, which is um, uh, the Abilene Band, will be backing me up and um, do most of all the songs from the album. And the show is called Something Worth Remembering, and that's what the title of the album is. So it's go- it's going to be a fun night, and it's June 2nd at the Lamb Theater in uh, Irwin, Pennsylvania. Well, well, since since you brought that um, 
that line up, it, it's almost like it's uh, serendipitous because something worth remembering is the next song that we are playing tonight. Do you want me to play it now or wait a few minutes? Um, I'm going to tell you how the album came about, and then we'll do it. Um, I know okay. we've had you know different people have had some tragedy in my life in their lives, and you know my life too, my whole family's life. My brother passed away about four years ago, and that's how the this whole album came about. Um, I wanted to do something and dedicate it in his memory, and uh, we were recording the album and everything, and all the songs were sounding great, but it wasn't making sense to me how I was going going to dedicate it to my brother. And I, I might have said this before, I didn't want his name just on the, you know, on the inside of the album or uh, like like a book, you know, it didn't really uh-huh. pertain to him. Uh, and then my producer brought Tony Arada's song, um, Something Worth Remembering, to me. And when I heard the song, it brought the whole album together. I knew exactly what song was going to be first. I knew exactly what song was going to be last. And uh, I knew something worth remembering would have been the title, is the title of the album. And um, so, um, yeah, that, that's how the whole album came about. And uh, so in, in my brother's memory. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, once again, this is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my co-host, Ian Bush, and our family member that has joined us, music artist Gary Pratt, and we will play something worth remembering for his father, Gary Pratt Sr., and his brother. Thank you. You're welcome.
And we are back. This is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my co-host, Ian Bush, and our family member, music artist, Gary Pratt. Every one of your songs has their own unique blend of voice and music and lyrics. And if I didn't know it was you, sometimes I would go... Who is that artist? Because that's not Gary. But then <laughs> in the riff, I hear you again. So you're you're amazing with the way that you can change the 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 way that you deliver a song. I think it comes with how you feel the song. You know, um, it's when I'm in the studio, I try to you know put things in my head that are going to put that type of a uh, you know, feeling into a song where people can relate to it, and I think that um, that that changes some of the things that that I might do with my voice. You know, and um, it's it's this album's sort of different too because, like you said, the songs are different, but then they're they all tell a story. Mm-hmm. And if you listen to if you listen to the first song, and you listen to the last song, every song in between. Is it's like a life story from the beginning to the end, and um, and that's what I wanted. And you know, God made that happen. He just gave me that song that sort of was the key to make make it all make sense, you know. And um, there's a lot of different feelings in in this song and and emotions, and um, I think that's what plays off my voice. At least that's what I think, anyhow. And it does that with that song. The 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 feeling of loss and grief and and sorrow come through and if I did not know it was you, I would be saying, well, it sounds like Gary. Who is this new artist? Okay, that's cool. <laughs> Which is not a I bad like thing. Be- yeah, because yeah, because if they didn't like, yeah, if they didn't like the last song, maybe they'll like the next song. You know? <laughs> well, there there is that. Ian, come on, weigh in on this because I know you want to. <laughs> Man, you always know me so well. <laughs> almost like we've been doing this for a while. No, you know, twice, yeah. I, I, yeah, once or twice. This, we, 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 this ain't our first rodeo. We, we got this. <laughs> yeah. No, um, I, I agree, and I, I've said this before, and I'll keep saying it again. You know, I really respect people who have their niche. They know they're really good at X, and they, they perfect it, and they just they rock on it, right? But I respect people right. even more if they can branch out. And just like Yvonne said that, you know, I can keep listening to your music over and over, and I hear a new facet of you. I hear a different version of you. And that really is is kudos to your art, man, that you can be so diverse and have so much different facets. That, to me, you know, I, I will always respect the artist who's good at their craft, in one craft, but I've always had a little bit more of an affinity for people who branch out and, and try to master many crafts. Cause I think that shows the true metal of an artist. I, I think that shows the true meaning of an artist that, Hey, I create art and it doesn't matter what that, that term is or what that uh, genre is, whatever I create, it can transcend anything. You don't know what you're going to get with me. And that makes dangerous right. artists. So I really give you some kudos. And um, you. well, what's your thoughts on that? Do you do you kind of feel like that's 
what you're trying to accomplish? I do. Or? I, um, I, do. Um, I never really – I don't know if that's what I tried to accomplish or not, but I know that, you know, listeners have not heard everything that I can do or what I want to do. I know – um, I do want to do some Christian music, and I do have, um, you know, some other ideas of, uh, you know, that that people haven't heard um, me do yet, and uh, that I do, you know, on my shows or just naturally do when I'm singing. So, um, yeah, I'm, so hopefully, you know, people will tune in and, and listen to my next album whenever that may be, but I'm concentrating on this one right now. But um, I thank you so much. I um, I value that opinion. Thanks. Well, I was saying as we were talking, I was thinking back to the artists that I that I listened to in the in the fifties, and the sixties, and the early seventies, and I always knew who that artist was by one or two things: the intro, or when they mm-hmm. sang, because they all had the same tone. They all have the same inflection that I'm going to take Elvis and I'm an Elvis fan, grew up, loved him, but you always knew when it was Elvis singing, he never changed his style of singing. You on the other hand, change your style, your tone, your inflection, your personality almost it's like whatever song that you're singing a different person comes out to sing the song and it's like Ian says that is that it that in itself is a talent well thank you it, um, it's not like never really reading. thought about it well it's true though it's 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 like not I read a lot of books too, and in after a while, mainstream some of the mainstream authors, you get the same tired plot, just different characters in different cities, but you know how it's going to end, and it's almost dialogue the same all the way through the books. But when a okay. an, but when a author can take and go in a completely different direction with his storyline, his characters, and his book, that's that means that he's reached down somewhere inside of himself he didn't know was there. That's what you do, Gary. Thank you. You are. Thank you. Oh, thank you, because I can't wait for the next <laughs> one. I'm excited. <laughs> Me too. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll 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 get to that when we get to it. But <laughs> well, well, what what is going to be your next one? Do you have any uh, future uh, works that you're working on right now? Uh, I'm, I'm, as far as writing or releasing. I mean, um, art in general, man. We already talked about art, art. It doesn't matter if you're just <laughs> releasing. Yeah, I, um, as long as you make it art, I, I what's really, next piece of art? <laughs> I really want to do, um, I have a really cool idea for a Christian song, and I, I can't, uh, uh, really tell you too much about it, but I do want to write with um, a writer in Nashville that actually does some Christian songs and, and get that experience, you know, as far as writing with someone who actually does that, you know, for a living. Um, but that's one thing I do want to do. I do have a few songs that I've released before that I would like to rewrite also. 
Um, but I'm constantly writing, so it just, you know, I think, too, that my music and my performances have a direction now. I never had a direction for my music. It was just like song, song, song um, before this album. Now that this album's out and, you know, there's been different things that have happened in my life, I, when I'm out on stage, I want to, you know, let people know, you know, that, you know, those people that you love, you better tell them today that you love them because they might not be here tomorrow. If somebody in your family um, you're not getting along with, if they die tomorrow, are you going to regret that? You know, this is what I'm trying to promote at my shows and, you know, promote that. Um, and I always end with a Christian song anyhow. So, you know, that's that's sort of my direction where I'm going, um, you know, where to, where God takes me with this, you know, it's up to him, but he's the one that gives me the direction and the ideas and um, hopefully the, you know, the right connections to, to get everything out there like he did with, with this last album. So, and, you know, it's all up to him. And the, the thing is, you haven't even, even, even though you have been singing for a long, long time, I don't think, Gary, that you have even tapped the tip of this iceberg because underneath this beautiful shaped tip of an iceberg is a huge iceberg underneath it's just waiting to rise up out of the ocean and show the world what you're all about. I believe so. I I have confidence in that. Um, Just that, you know, this whole last year with this album has given me so much confidence and and being uh, winning that award, like I said, it's really boosts you and it gives you validation uh, of what I've been working through and, you know, all these years to, to get to where I am right now. And I don't, I, you know, I really don't think, you know, like when I was living in Nashville, I don't, I don't think I was ready for this, uh, all these interviews and, and, you know, talking about, you know, my life and, and, things that have happened, you know, in my life and having a direction. I think that, you know, working and being, you know, faithful to music and as my outlet um, through different things that I've grown to where I'm comfortable and I'm ready, you know, hopefully, you know, for more people to to hear my music and people will like it and, you know, Hopefully, let the let the world know where I'm coming from and and help people, you know. And then you come on off the chain, and we never know where the conversation's going to lead, and you just keep. <laughs> I I know. You know isn't that awesome? We do know one thing. We do know one awesome. thing on off the chain is that the uh, the conversation goes wherever it wants to go, but that last ten minutes sneaks up on us, and it does. It has not it, up on us. It, it, we are at the eight-minute mark. Now, Gary, you've been yeah. on the show enough. You know that this hour goes by so cotton-picking fast. It does, and, and you guys make it, make it go fast, too, but I feel so comfortable with you guys, and, and um, I appreciate that. But, yeah, it does go real fast. Well, that's – I mean, when I'm from Georgia, even though I live in Florida – and and we want you to move to Florida. On the East Coast, you can come down to South Florida near me, and it's beautiful. The water's beautiful. The weather's fine. 
And but I'm from Georgia, and when you're invited into my home in Georgia, you get the best seat in the house, you get the best piece of meat, you get the best uh, <laughs> china, you get the best crystal, you get the best uh, flatware. You can watch what. So you when am I coming down? <laughs> when do you want to come down, so honey? I'll, I'll be moving, <laughs> but I got a bedroom for you. Come on. <laughs> All right, that sounds good. <laughs> but that's but that's what we try to promote on this show. When we invite you into our home, which is this show, we want our our guests and our family to feel at ease because we want y'all. And speaking of, will you come back? Oh, you better believe it. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, it goes without saying, right? That's right. Yeah, no, I, I enjoy it. I look, well, actually, I was looking forward to it, but yeah, it's um, it goes fast. I mean, you start talking about things that you didn't even know you were going to be talking about, but that that's what that's what's uh, really cool about it. But I've been on an, and and um, Ian knows I've been on enough interviews that you get the same old tired scripted questions, and I made a promise to myself that when I started this show six years ago, that it would be unscripted, that we would just go wherever the conversation led because we want the audience to know our guest on a human level. You're more than just that entertainer up on stage. You are human beings with human problems, human failings, human flaws, human strengths, human successes, and people need to know that. Yeah, exactly. Ian, weigh in right quick before we run out of time. <laughs> Now, how am I supposed to, like, have any words of wisdom on top of that? See, you always knock it out the park. <laughs> she makes this hmm. job entirely too hard. I need to find a different radio show that's a little bit easier well, to work maybe, on. I'm maybe, it's because you're, maybe it's because you're multitasking. I don't know. Oh, see, that's just rude. That's rude. All right, well, now that you said it, my words of wisdom, you better – respect and enjoy your work personal life relationship because it catches up to you after a while <laughs> and you know i did i did yeah. resonate i did resonate with what you said earlier about uh even though i was multitasking um <laughs> I, did resonate what, what, <laughs> I did resonate with what you were saying earlier that you uh you really never know who's promised what tomorrow and you know i i, I learned that from um a special person in my life recently uh-huh. as well she's really Show me that too. So I think it's the only words of wisdom that I can give is like, you gotta have that balance and everything. But on top of that, like, you gotta make <clears throat> you gotta make sure you give it a hundred percent. And that's in relationships, and that's in your dreams, and that's in your goals, and that's in as I am still here, your work. But tomorrow's really never just... never promised. Yeah, I, I um I multitask all the time, but um yeah, you're doing a good job. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. He's, he's, he's fine. I don't know if that's a compliment. Yeah, he's doing all right. I don't right. know either. So, I'm like, should I have said that like or not? <laughs> yeah, he, he he acts like he's paying attention. But no, that's my words of wisdom tonight, Yvonne, and I appreciate you guys and I appreciate the show. So it's always well, a blast. Well, it's always a pleasure. And and Ian, no, I have you. to let the audience. I have to let the audience and Gary know this. There's been times in the last few months when I sent Ian a message and said, "Ian, you've got to you've got to do the show tonight alone because I'm headed to Georgia to bury a family member." And he goes, "Not a problem." And then 
I That's had right. to go someplace else for a family emergency. And he says, I'm going to keep the show going. I said, well, find some guests and go with it. So Ian and I may cut up like crazy on this show with each other, but I know this man always yeah. has my back like I have his. Well, you know what? Oh, yeah. um, I'm, I'm just, uh, you know, joking with you a little bit. You know? <laughs> yeah, hey, family, that's what oh, family no, does. Yeah. That's what family Man, does. Man, we're still way back on this show. You can't, you can't offend us unless you hit us. I mean, <laughs> And that's why people that's come back That's how comfortable here. I feel. Right. What's that? And that's, that, yeah. he said that's how comfortable he's been. And that's why people come back because you can feel free to let your hair down and cut up with us because. That's what we do here. We want people to be that free and to just be who they are. We don't put on airs here. I mean, what you hear me doing on this show is what I do in real life. <laughs> I'm That's just good. as sardonic off the show as I am on. I, I, I can uh, I can I can agree to that. I can definitely agree <laughs> to that. Well, hey, that that that's that's probably what makes you guys successful you know you're not oh yeah trying to be some, something that you're not you know which is no no that's how we should all be yvonne you know? who's the who, who who do we got next week yvonne on monday night we have um an author who has been my friend for years and years and years nancy quinn she lives in montana on top of a mountain and sometimes she gets so snowed on and she doesn't get down till spring thaw then on tuesday night we have another michael stover protege and gary you may know him jeremy parsons is going to be joining us again and we've been waiting forever for for him to get back on the show because like you he's he's one of our favorites and he's a lot of fun and and he's had some things in his life too so it's going to be a great night for him to be on the show yeah he's 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 a good entertainer um i've been listening to some of his stuff so yeah you guys are in for a treat we are, we are. He's just released some new stuff. And ladies and gentlemen, go and check Gary Pratt out. He's at uh, GaryPrattMusic.com, com, Gary Pratt Music, Twitter.com, Gary, P-R-A, 739-85764. Buy his music. If you're in Irwin, Pennsylvania, go see him in June. Is it June 2nd? June 2nd, yeah. June 2nd. Go see him June 2nd. Look it up on, I'm sure he's got it on his website. I want to thank you both so much for being with me tonight. And thank you for always having my back. Gary, thank you for spending an hour with us. It has been an absolute joy. And Thank both of you so much. I appreciate it. You will be in my prayers to get help through your grief and your loss. Thank you. As I because we all need prayers. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, I do have a deep abiding faith as he does. So we understand each other. So until Monday night, I want to say thank you all for listening. The show will go up in archives. Gary, I will send you the link and you put it up wherever you feel, my friend. It is your show. You do with it what you will. Until Monday night, I want to wish everyone a good night. I love you guys very, very much. Thank you so much. Good night, guys. Good night. God bless y'all. Love y'all. Love y'all.